Welcome to another episode of the Washington State Retirement Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Meikle, and I'll be your trusted guide in your journey to understanding your retirement benefits as a Washington State employee. My goal is to help you guys become more educated on your benefits so you can ultimately make better decisions, retire earlier, reduce your taxes, and really just enjoy your free time. So whether you're a seasoned employee approaching retirement or brand new employee that doesn't even know anything about what pension plans are on, I got you guys covered. In today's episode, we're actually going to be covering what Plan 2 is. So specifically, we're going over the TRS Plan 2 as well as the PERS Plan 2. So these plans are actually the same. The only differences between them is the contribution rates. Other than that, everything we talk about today is going to apply to both of them. So the same retirement rules, same investment requirements. So I'm going to go over in great detail how the pension system works as far as how to calculate the benefit formula. We'll cover the vesting requirements as well as when you can actually start collecting and enjoying your pension. All right. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Looking at plan two, it's pretty straightforward. So it's what we call a defined benefit plan. So the way this one works is you're going to get 2% for every single year that you work for the school district or any public employer that you're on plan two with. So it's 2% for every single year you work with them. Now these years are full service credit years. So if you're in a part-time contract, you probably only got half a year or something like that. The important thing to know with this one is they don't cap the number of years that you work. Unlike in plan one where they've capped you off at 30 years, this one there is no cap. So if you wanna work 35 or 40 years, you'll get full pension credits for those years worked. So as an example, if you worked 10 years in the plan two system, you'd be entitled to 20%. If you work 30 years, it's 60%. And this is gonna be guaranteed for the rest of your life. Now, where are those percentages based on for this particular plan? They're gonna base that percentage on the average of your top five years of income. They do have to be consecutive, so in order. Now, they'll do this for you automatically, but if you wanted to get a rough estimate of what you can expect in the future, this is the formula used to do that. A couple of things to note here is even though we're gonna get our top five years of income, most times they're gonna be our last five years, but that's not always gonna be the case. So if you worked as an administrator or you made more money in a different district in the past in a different job, those are the years they're gonna take. So that also means that if you were to take a part-time position or step down from a position to slowly phase out, as you get close to retirement, those years aren't gonna hurt your pension because you're already locked in your top five years. But that's not always what you're gonna get. And we'll come back to that in a little bit. So as far as when can I start getting this benefit, it's really gonna depend on the number of years you worked and how old you are. Under the current law, if you have at least 30 years of service, you can start drawing your benefits in full at age 62. Now that doesn't mean you have to work till age 62, that's just when you're entitled to the full benefits. Say you have 30 years of service, but you're only 60 years old, you could indeed retire and just hold off collecting your benefits, and there's not gonna be any kind of penalty for that. So that's always an option. Or if you want to collect your benefits, you could do it too. It would just be at a reduced rate. Now, if you have at least 30 years of service, the reduction they take for going early is much less of a hit than in someone trying to collect early that doesn't have 30 years of service. So 30 years of service is really the magic number here. Oftentimes, if someone has 30 years of service and they're like 60 years old, it actually makes sense to start collecting pension at age 60 and take a little bit of reduction. And the reason being is the reduction for going two years early, once you have 30 years, 
is only about a 5% reduction. And if you do the math on it, your break even is somewhere in your late 80s. So oftentimes it just makes a little more sense that way if you can financially afford it. Or maybe you just want to transition out of education or go into a different industry or just do something different. You could definitely do that and collect your pension at 60 with a small reduction or you just don't touch it and you'll get your full benefit in a couple of years. Now, for those of you that don't have 30s of service, your full age to collect your pension is going to be age 65. But keep in mind, you also don't have to work till 65 to get the benefit. You can retire really at any time you want to and just hold off collecting as long as you're vested. Now, the vesting period in Plan 2 is just five years of service. Any five years, they don't have to be consecutive, really. So as long as you have five years of service locked in into the Plan 2 system, you're going to be entitled to a pension at some point in the future. Most people that have less than 30 years, starting to collect your benefit before age 65 doesn't really work out a lot of times because the penalty is much steeper, often in excess of 10% per year you go early. So if you're in this boat, we often recommend either working till 65 or holding up collecting until 65 so you don't take that penalty. One extra note though, as, as it currently stands, if you're hired after May 1st of 2013, your full retirement age is going to be age 65, regardless of the number of years worked. So if you're hired after that date, it doesn't matter how many years you work, whether you work 30 years, 35 years, or 40 years, you have to be at least 65 to be entitled to your full benefit. So the rules really aren't favorable for those new hires. Plan 2 is funded from both your employer and yourself. Say about 7% as of the recording of this into your plan. The state can increase that, and they usually do every couple of years. So over time, you might have to pay more and more money into this plan. However, I really still think it's a good deal because you're going to get a guaranteed paycheck for the rest of your life. And you don't have to worry about the stock market or investing or any of that kind of trouble. And it's just really easy living when you have a guaranteed paycheck coming in. So I'm really a big fan of the way Plan 2 works. So Plan 2 also comes with a cost of living adjustment. Now, this doesn't really affect you until you actually go into retirement and start collecting it. But just know that over the years, they are going to increase your pension payout between 0 and 3%. It's really not going to be a raise. It's just really meant to keep up with inflation. So don't expect to really make any extra money off of that. Now, earlier I mentioned that that full benefit formula isn't what most people are going to get. And that's because there are survivorship options that you can also take as well. So that formula is what they call the full benefit formula. And really, it's attached to your life only. So as soon as you pass away, your pension is gone. So if you're going to retire and you have a spouse that you want to pass the pension on to, you're not going to take that option there. If you're single and you go to retire, the only option you can take is that full benefit formula. So for those people going into retirement with a spouse, you're going to elect one of three different survivorship options. And those options are going to reduce the amount of income you're going to get per month permanently throughout your retirement. And what you're doing there is really buying insurance from the state. So should something happen to you, your spouse is going to get either all of your pension, half of it, or two-thirds of it for the rest of their life. Now, if your spouse were to predecease you, the state will automatically change it and bump you up to option one, the full benefit formula, so you will see an increase in your pension. Plan two is a great plan as we just went over. However, there is more that needs to be done to make sure you're setting up for a successful retirement. Some of the downfalls that we see in plan two is because it's a guaranteed paycheck, there is no savings component to it. So should something come up, and you need additional funds in retirement, this plan doesn't support that. It's just a fixed paycheck, which is nice for that security and consistency of income. But when things come up in the future, which we know they will, there's no extra money to draw off of. Or say you wanted to retire early and you needed to get by for a couple of years so you don't have to dip into this pension. 
If you don't have any retirement savings saved up, that's probably not going to be an option. Setting up an outside retirement account to save into on a consistent monthly basis to build up that pot of money for the future is always going to be a good idea. And it's going to give you more control over when you can retire and your income that you can get from your retirement in the future. So we'll go ahead and dive into those other savings options in another episode. That's our wrap for today on how the Plan 2 system works in Washington State. If you want more information on this, be sure to check out our website, which is WashingtonTurspers.com. That's W-A-T-R-S-P-E-R-S.com. That's our free educational blog that goes more in depth on all of your different retirement benefits. So go ahead and check that out. If you found value in today's episode, feel free to share it with a friend so we can help spread education to more Washington State employees. And until next time, remember that your future depends on what you do today. All right, before I sign off, just a real quick legal disclosure that we're required to say as licensed fiduciary advisors. So remember that this is a podcast. It is designed for educational and entertainment purposes only. I don't know you personally, therefore I cannot give you any personal advice. So please don't take anything that we say on the show as being personal, financial, legal, or tax advice. If you want that kind of stuff, Make sure you seek out a professional so they can help you with the strategies and investments that are right for you. Also, please remember that despite the name of our show, we are in no way associated with Washington State or the Department of Guidance Systems or any other Washington employer. We are a private-owned firm that specializes in working with Washington State employees, which is why we know so much about this stuff. So remember, we don't work for the state in any way, shape, or form. So please don't confuse us as being an official representative of the state. All right, that's it for the legal stuff. I'll catch you guys all next time.